Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting radiolemon.com. IMSA Radio, your route to American sports car racing. Oliver Gavin, you're practically a Floridian now, having spent a couple of weeks here. Uh, You've been putting up all the different videos of riding your bike through Florida. So the the first question has to be, how much more difficult is it when, okay, you don't have hills, but you do have that suppressing heat? Well, it's... um... It has been certainly something trying to get acclimatized to, and it, is, it has been a kind of a real um, a real shock. You, know, you have to be out first thing in the morning um, as the sun is coming up. Otherwise, if you're going to do anything of any decent length, um, you know, you're just out in the roasting sun, and it gets more and more humid. Um, and you know, Antonio and I have been comparing notes on, on uh, you know, I've been riding, he's been running. Um, you know, he said that there's, there's sort of like this point that you get to where you realize that your body just is like overloaded with the heat and, and it just starts to slowly shut down. And that point comes a lot sooner when you're running and, and you can push it back when you're riding because you've got that little bit of air across you. But it, 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 it's, yeah, it's tough. Um, but glad to be doing it, glad to be here, glad to be acclimatizing, glad to be. Uh, you know, in the spot where we can actually go back to racing. So that's been, um, I think the thing that's been sort of driving the two of us along is that, okay, we're in the right spot now. We're here in Florida. We've got our own little house. We can sort of keep ourselves to ourselves, uh, go out and do a little bit of training when we want to. Uh, We've got the beach right here, which is also lovely. We can go out into the, into the water if and when we want. Um, and um, yeah, just just really looking forward to the weekend coming up. So yeah, itching to get going. It's a strange thing when you leave a place and it's the middle of winter, it's cool conditions as it was in Daytona, and then you're going back to the exact same place, but the diametrically opposite conditions with the same car and the same team. The C8 are still a new machine. You guys have done a lot of testing. How are you expecting it though to be when it's hot and when it's raining? Yeah, well, that that's going to be something that that is going to be a little bit difficult to to really put a finger on immediately. Uh, but the guys have done a, a lot of work now. Once the restrictions were lifted by IMSA for us to go back to the sim and back to the dill, um, we've had Jordan and Tommy in there, and they've been working away. And also the engineers have been working extremely hard um, on on different calibrations and different simulations. Um, and so we hope that we've got a reasonable handle on um, how the tires are going to be, how the car's going to react. Um, You know, the guys have done even more work on the AC system inside the car. There's been some other stuff that the the guys have done to tidy up some of the bits and pieces inside. Um, Tommy and I have actually got a a new insert made for us for our seat uh, because that was something that was slightly amiss for the 24. Um, And we've had a, a, there've been been some um, little, snafu with with the seat over on, on the run-up into the season and so um they've, they've had chance to go back and go over all of that um i was speaking to brian hoy my crew chief the other day and, and he said that they've been working super hard on getting everything just really nice and good within the car and and, and as you know the the reports that we send in after the race you know there's sometimes there's time to to, to look at it and, and to take care of stuff and other times it's just straight on to the next one 
and they go, okay, right, well, we'll try and take care of that when we've got time. Well, they've, they've had time now, so there's no excuses. So <laughs> if there's something wrong, I'm going to be after Brian. <laughs> yeah, you, you've had enough time to, to cover every uh, base, to dot all the I's, to cross all the T's. Exactly. But how hard has it been to not be in a race car for the last five months? It has been very, very hard. It's been very strange. Um, this is the longest period ever that I've gone without driving anything uh, in, in all of the years I've ever driven for Corvette or all in my, my, my racing career, really. And so it, it is going to be very odd um, you know, getting back. But as you, you pointed out earlier, we are going to be going back to the, the place that we were last at. So in a way, that's kind of nice to be going back there. It's the last place we raced. You know, Daytona is not one. It's not a particularly tricky track. It's not particularly physical. Um, yes, it's going to be hot, um, but it, it's not a particularly physically demanding place to drive and, and compete around. Um, the team keep reassuring me that the AC system is going to be really good <laughs> in the car. And um, I actually had a phone call with Gary Pratt the other day, and he said he's got all of his fingers and all of his toes crossed that the AC system is going to work. He said they've spent so much time and money on it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that it's a good place for us to go back. It's a great place for IMSA to start. I mean, I, I can't thank IMSA enough for the lengths they've gone to to try and uh, get us, keep us informed, but then also go, uh, you know, to the lengths of, okay, here, here are the things that they're going to be doing, you know, for getting into the track, trying to keep us all safe, how we're going to operate then at the track, how, how the, the race weekend is going to work, you know, obviously compressed schedule, um, not much time on track, obviously, but, you know, ultimately we're going to get to race on that Saturday evening, which is, I think everything, you know, that everyone is looking forward to. So. Yeah, very much so. And last question for you, you've got a new car and then you've had one race and now a five month break. Is it going to be a refamiliarization process when you get back in and see the steering wheel again to remember which buttons do what? I, I, absolutely you know there's certainly something that i think antonio and i are going to be going over in one of these evenings is is going over the manual of the car <laughs> looking at the buttons looking at the steering wheel looking at a map like okay this one that, you know you're trying to refresh your memory a little bit because it has been so long um and it was funny i was i was we're not far away from where some of the porsche guys are staying and i've gone been out on my bike and i've i've, I've seen earl and, and and lawrence and had a brief chat with them and uh Earl was saying that he managed to drive a race car a few weeks back and he said the first few laps in it, he said, were a bit sort of mind blowing. And I'm sure there's going to be that with Antonio and I and Tommy and Jordan, you know, we're going to all be getting back in the car in that first session and going, wow, you know, out onto the banking, you know, getting up to speed again, bus stop, you know, figuring out brake zone into turn one, you know, all of those things. It's, it's going to be, you're going to have to sort of like switch the processor up a notch or two just to, to get yourself back into it. But it should be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. Ollie, thank you. And good luck to the whole Corvette racing team. Thank you. Tristan Nunez, it was a great Rolex 24 hours. You come into this July race second in points, but it's only the second race of the championship. Are you and Ollie even thinking about that yet? Oh yeah. It's, it's all I've been thinking about since we started the, the quarantine period. You know, it was such a great finish at the 24. You know, we're, we're just really ready to get to Sebring and, and capitalize on that and, uh, you know, really take that momentum to, to get some more podiums because we were quick there last year. So, um, you know, it's been a lot of time thinking about that, but, you know, we're, we're super excited to, to really get back to the track and 
um, you know, fight for you know, the top position of the championship. So it's got to be a good feeling too to know that you're going straight back to a track that your car was sitting on the pole position. You guys had that amazing speed in qualifying. Is that just something that we saw because of the colder temperatures, or is the heat still going to play for you guys too? Well, I think all the all the work that went into the the cars uh, during the off season after Petit uh, really gave us some of that some of that extra speed and obviously the reliability. So, uh, um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be any different going into uh, you know a shorter race or a shorter race. Um, you know, I think uh, we got the reliability now, especially to track like Daytona. But definitely, the heat is going to be the biggest question. Um, we're not sure how that's going to you know affect the tires or uh, performance. So it's really you know, there's a lot of questions up in the air right now, but, you know, the cars are strong. Um, they look great. And, uh, you know, I think the white car is going to keep the heat out of the car. So <laughs> I think uh, the design of the, uh, you know, the white car with the uh, intimacy sponsorship is going to um, deal with the heat nicely. <laughs> and we have to talk about weather. We're talking about the heat. What about the possibility of rain coming down? You and I are both Floridians. We know that July in Florida, it's probably going to rain. Yeah, that's always been a question as well. And, uh, you know, you think after such a long break, you're like, okay, oh, can we just have you know, a clean race? And, you know, it's going to be hot, but let's, let's keep the rain out of the question. But, you know, definitely with Florida, it, it is always a question. So, um, you know, everyone's got the same conditions. So it's just uh, at, at that point, the art of racing in the rain. So <laughs> we'll see uh, how everyone fares during the Florida tropical season. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been raining here off and on, but when it does rain, it rains hard. So it'll make things interesting for the racing. How long has it been since you and Harry and Ollie and Jonathan have all been together as a foursome? So actually for the past two weeks now, Ollie and Harry have been uh, living with me, getting acclimated to the heat. So it's been nice to actually catch up with these guys and uh, quarantine together. Uh, stay out of the um, the craziness in Florida because I know the numbers have jumped up here but uh, you know we're staying safe um, you know staying to our small group and uh, just trying to train and get acclimated to the heat but you know we haven't seen Jonathan for quite a bit so it'll be good to see him and uh, catch up with him but yeah it's it's been it's been tough you know it's been a long time that I haven't seen my teammates you know they're like family to me so uh, it's uh, it's been tough not to see them for so long but um you know, again, good to have them here, um, training together, getting ready for the race. Second in points going into the race. Hope you're first coming out of it. Good luck. I sure hope so too. Fingers crossed. Pippo Durrani had to be the happiest man alive when he found out that you'd be racing at Sebring, not once, but twice in 2020. Daytona, the Rolex 24, wasn't the best start for the Whalen Engineering team, but for you guys, you now have two shots at your favorite track. That's got to be a really cool feeling. Yeah, no, for sure. I think um, considering everything is just fantastic that we're going to go back racing. Um, of course, if we can go back racing in tracks like Sebring, not once but twice, even better. Um, but yeah, starting with this weekend at Daytona, we're going to have another shot of having a better result there this year because the, the beginning of the year we finished seventh with the gearbox problem. I think mentality for this race is going to be completely different uh the weather is going to be much different than in january but hey it's positive we're going back racing and that's what matters and like you said at sebring couldn't be any better in terms of the daytona race you mentioned the gearbox issues but that was very late on in the race so for a sprint race you're looking at 
a much shorter distance, a much stronger opportunity to run at the front. But from the other Cadillac drivers that I've been talking to, there's a little bit of worry in terms of the speed. Are you guys worried for the 31? Look, I think, um, first of all, the gearbox problem was something that never really happened with us before. You know, it was just something new. We know that a Cadillac is very reliable car. And so, and so is the whole crew of the 31 wheeling engineering car. So it's, it was unfortunate, but I think sometimes those problems happen. You know, we're in motorsports, we're dealing with, you know, a machine and in the end it can happen. But um, in relation to your question, I think for sure there will be cars that will be quicker than us at Daytona, especially for qualifying. I think that's no doubt, but like I said, the weather is going to be really different. So you know, it's going to be much warmer. Um, our Cadillac is good on tire wear. So maybe, maybe that will play out in our favor. Uh, but at the same time, being such a short uh, race, you got to make things work from the beginning. You know, you got to have a, a good qualifying, even if Daytona allows, allows you to pass. Uh, you got to have, you got to stay in front all the time. And, and don't forget that we are more or less five months away from racing. So also pit stops the crew the driver everyone getting up to speed in such a short period of time it's also going to make a difference so i I'm, i don't want to count much on the speed only you know for sure we know uh, how the game plays and and some tracks will favor one car on or another we are just trying to come to daytona with the mindset of doing the best we can with such a short uh track time uh, and I think you're going to see a difference there from teams that are already working together for a long time to teams that are not quite as prepared. So, um, yeah, let's fingers crossed we're going to have a great race because in the end of the day, the best is that all the cars are uh, similar in terms of speed and that we can put a good show for those who are watching from home. So what sort of a confidence boost does that give you then knowing that you've got one of the best crews on the pit lane? that is definitely something uh, very good to have in the back of your mind. You know, you're going into a little bit of the unknown because you've been away for so long. It's five months. It's much, you know, it's a much bigger time than any holidays that you will have. And knowing that you have a crew and, and a team that's been doing this for so long together gives you a little bit more confidence and takes a little bit out of the driver's anxiety to do well. You know, we, uh, we as a team, we feel very bonded together. And I think that's a positive, especially in moments like this. But hey, uh, you know, IMSA is very competitive. You have great teams around uh, that we are also sure they're going to be doing a, a fantastic job. So we just got to keep ourselves, uh, you know, how, how can I explain? We just got to keep ourselves always remembering that, you know, it's not going to be easy. It's not because we have a strong team together that people can beat us. And I think if you go with that mind, it's going to definitely make you be stronger in the final result. Thanks people. Good luck this weekend. Yes. Thank you. Shia. It was a very good Rolex 24 hours of Daytona for Ranger Van Sande. fastest lap coming out of that race. And of course, a new watch on your wrist. So had to be pretty exciting for you finding out that you're going back to race again at Daytona this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's such an iconic place anyway. And uh, I have uh, 
two very good years in a row there to uh, to win two of the you know most uh, wanted watches in the world. Um, and at the same time, uh, I'm a little anxious as well because a 24-hour race is different than a two-hour 40 race. And um, one of the items in Daytona, for sure, in the short race, is going to be the the you know the the, the top speed from the drivers. Um, uh, it's gonna from the cars are gonna be very important because if you're not having a good top speed, people just gonna fly by you at every restart. And I, I'm I'm a little anxious because our Cadillac is very fast, very good, especially when it's bumpy, street tracks and so on. Um, it's phenomenal, and on top speed, it's always been lacking a little bit. So hopefully, uh, it's not gonna be a, too much of a difference with the with the other cars. But for example, the Mazda is very fast on the top speed. Uh, the Acura seems to be very fast on the top speed. So how to keep those guys behind when you're leading, that's going to be a, a big thing. Maybe you just flash your Rolex at them and uh, blind them a little bit because they don't have the watches that you do. So you do have the experience of winning there. The other big factor that's going to come into play in the race is, of course, weather. It's July. It's Florida. I know you said on an interview earlier that it's hot in Florida, but when it starts to rain and it's hot, that's something totally different too, isn't it? Yeah, also from strategy side, I think... Um, when it's hot and it rains, it dries up very quickly. So um, it obviously is a big rain when it rains here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, almost like a tropical rain. So the, 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 the track might be flooded. It might be red flagged. It, you know, anything can happen here. So uh, right now, um, I, I've always loved driving in the rain. I think it's uh, one of the greatest things to, uh, to do with a race car. It's very, very tricky. It's very exciting. Uh, I, I always loved it. So for me, I think that could be... A good solution for us because the Cadillac is very fast in the in the wet. So uh, uh, for me, let it rain. <laughs> You've gotten a lot of extra family time during this whole shutdown period. What's that been like to spend more time with your son and your daughter? Yeah, it's super nice. I mean, uh, um, you know, when when everybody is racing and you're sitting at home, you you feel you're uh, you're missing out on the racing. Um, at the end of the day, it's my passion, my my profession, but also uh, my you know what I love to do most, and in this time it was almost like a free um, carte blanche to stay at home with your family and spend time with the kids. And, um, um, it's it's been a long time, and it's time to go now again for what we are doing, um, which is racing, and uh, also for my wife. You know, it's not easy to be with me for for such a long period. She's not <laughs> used to that. <laughs> it probably saves your marriage that you're getting back to racing, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Rangard, thank you so much for the chat and good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. We'll give it, uh, we'll give it a good go and a good show. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.